Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Okay, I thought that was something we were doing. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hello, AfterBuzzers. So welcome to an all-new Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love your YouTube comments and your tweets. They are so smart and honestly contribute greatly to this after show. Yes, and yes they do. We're on the live chat again, so please keep it coming. I have this full, beautiful panel here with me today. Introduce yourselves. Let us know where we can find you on Twitter. Hello, guys. My name is Dakota T. Jones. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Hi, I'm Becca. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Becca B. Talks TV. What's up, y'all? My name is Erin Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Love Erin Lane and on Instagram and Snapchat at Always Eat Your Cake. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and AfterBuzz TV everywhere. And don't forget to use the hashtag ABTV Shadowhunters. Yes. Today, we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 4, Raising Hell. We have some opinions about this show. Before we start, I'd like to apologize because we did tease we would have one, possibly two guests in this week, yeah. and it's just us. But you want to know what? We're going to make it up to you. Big we, time. Big, big time. time. Big time. At the end of this episode, we will announce who our guest for next week will be, but we have another guest the following week, and the week after that, and, and the week after yeah, that. the week after that. So, and they are big people on the show. Get really so excited. Get excited. So excited. I can't wait for you guys to hear who's coming on next and it's going to be a really fun month. It will. Seriously, the whole month. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So keep Great month on watching. Yes. We all had some mixed emotions and feelings, I know, about this show. Dakota, why don't you start with telling us your overall thoughts about the episode? All right. I love this series so much, but for this episode, it was my least favorite episode. I felt like it was a little slow, and some of the things just didn't make sense to me, uh, like pertaining to the placement of certain lines and I know that they were just incorporating some of the, you know, the lines from the book, and they want to keep that in there, but sometimes they just didn't fit for me. Like, for instance, um, when Magnus was telling, like, why is, like, they're like, oh my gosh, is he okay? And he's like, I don't know, does he usually lay there on the ground? Like, it just seems cheesy and, like, just non-sympathetic to me, and I don't know. I just felt like this whole episode was just a little off for me, but there were some great moments in it, and I still absolutely love this series. What about you, Becca? See, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought... Last week's episode was my favorite so far. Yeah. But this week's was my second favorite. Um, I thought uh, Harry, who plays Magnus, was fantastic in this episode. I feel you, too. I, like, in my opinion, I'm actually in your camp here as far as this is my least favorite episode so Mm -hmm. far. However, I think that Magnus Spain can do no wrong. I loved that line. It was one of the lines that in the books made me literally LOL. Like, I was in my car by myself laughing like a crazy person. I think it's hysterical. I love his dry, witty delivery. So, for me, he was fabulous. Loved him. But, yeah, this episode, to me, I felt like they were building and building and building this last episode. And then this one just kind of... Kind of plateaued Yeah, a just bit. stayed the same a little bit. Huh. I, I'm on the same page as Becca. Ooh. I think it's my second favorite. 
I thought it was exciting. The memory demon did not disappoint. Okay, that part was really cool. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I hated the memory demon. Really? I thought I was, it was really cool. I was saying it reminded me of Twitches on Disney. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It seemed it wasn't. I didn't find it scary. Did you? Did you guys find it scary? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, uh, we'll get into the memory demon yeah, later. We don't we have get a lot to say. Let's start with the beginning of the episode. Clary wakes up from this dream. Mm. But is it a dream? It's memory mm. fragments, but also, you know, you're not sure. She's basically it, hearing uh, her mom, Jocelyn, like, ha- tell Magnus to take away her memories, all this stuff. But it's in bits and fragments and pieces. My question for you guys is, are these dreams, are these me- memory fragments, or are they a combination of both? Same to you, viewers. Please let us know in the chat what you yeah. think. Yeah. Well, first of all, my favorite thing about this panel is the way that you say Magnus, and I'm going to start saying it that way. I'm so <laughs> No, I Wait. love it. I think it's amazing. Do you say Magnus? Magnus. Magnus. It makes him sound so much more mysterious. You know, I knew a guy it, who was very British. foreign <laughs> named in college named Magnus, and so oh, I, okay. I really like That's it. No, it's better. I think I really enjoy it. It makes me smile every time I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I do like it. <laughs> I think that as far as the memories go, I do think that they're memory fragments coming back to her. I think that oh, they're yeah. doing a lot of foreshadowing through that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought the beginning of the episode, like, kind of showed that she was, like, starting to regain. Okay, yeah. Wasn't this memory. also, like, right after that? She wakes up and she thinks it's Jace. Yes. Yeah. Is that still a part of the dream? Is that still a part of the dream? Because for me, I was confused. I was like, oh wow, you know, Jace woke her up. And then all of a sudden it was Simon. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was this a, like, was this another part of the dream? This what is, is this? A very small part of the episode, but like I, you guys know, I watched these three to four times. Right. And we go in depth. Yeah. yeah. And so I, this beginning part had a lot packed in and was really important. A, I think that she's having nightmares combined with these flashbacks and her dreams maybe are not, you can't take them at face value. Mm-hmm. But she also woke up and, Somebody was there waking her up. It's not that she imagined it. Right. Yeah. But it was uh, Jace she saw instead of Simon, which I think is her heart telling yeah. her who she really wants Definitely. to be, to be waking there. Her Definitely up. her yeah. heart, which made me really sad. And I think I there's a Simon. lot of symbolism. It, you know, it is a small piece, but it is really important in the books. I'm not, I got in trouble last week because I get too enthusiastic with the books. Yes. So I'm just going to keep it to things that are relevant specifically to what's happening right now. Uh-huh. Um, but these visions that she has in the books are kind of symbolic. They're not so much real as they are symbolism. So, you know, she might see Jace or think about Jace in different roles, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily something that happened or will happen. It's more of like this, you know, symbolic thing, vision of meaning for something else, for some other situation. Yeah. In a way, Clary is a shadow hunter baby. Yeah. Yeah. She is. And Jace is like, Taking care of her and nurturing her and helping her gain confidence yeah. in herself. She's little mother goose. Yeah. Kind of like a really aggressive mother goose. Well, a really hot kind of mother goose. Very. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking, you know. We're sexualizing uh, everything on this panel. We're like, you guys yeah, are goose. Like, yeah, you that's guys, a sexy goose. We are just <laughs> picking up what the. I swear, the show is dropping sexual hints oh everywhere. Everywhere. It is not just us. Let us know what you guys think, because I don't think that we're just creating these sexual no. hints. It's and no. Everywhere. I, 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 I think, think that that's part of Freeform's kind of elevating it to more of adult content. Sexually charged. But without yeah. being overtly inappropriate. I, I like it, because it's like, if you don't understand what it means, it's not you going to offend go. you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you're like us, where we are picking up all of what they're putting down, I then do, you're going to like it. I do have one line that I'd like to mention. Do you remember... <laughs> okay, so is in this episode... Is it a sexy episode, line? I think I know it what is. you're going to say. Okay, I, we were watching it again beforehand, and we had, I had mentioned it to her. Whenever Izzy's talking to Alec... And she's like, you can't keep bottling everything up. You're going to explode. <laughs> and not the fun kind of explode. Oh, <laughs> Izzy had a bunch of amazing Boom. sexual one-liners she this episode. Too- I feel like she just creates all the, like, like sexual one I know. On she does. She's show. just a very it's, sexual being. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Clary wakes up and she talks to Simon. And Simon is actually helpful because she mentions 
Magnus. Magnus. I like it. Like, he plays Magnus. Yeah. No, I like it. Magnus. I think it's okay, amazing. Magnus. Okay, she mentions Magnus, and then automatically Simon knows the name because he remembers it from when he was with the vampires right. with Camille, who he thinks is really hot. <laughs> yes, yeah. and they kind of piece it together, and instead of celebrating and be like, "Yay, let's escape together," Clary goes, "I need to go tell Jace." And yeah. Simon is <laughs> like, he is had it. He is. <laughs> We'll get into Simon what's going on with him, but we are really not quite sure. But let's just say he is going through some kind of transition of sorts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they're just dropping these little hints here and there. I like that they're not coming out with it outright. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. most of us have an idea of what where we think that's going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it like we see Simon and he doesn't know what's happening. He's right. he just wants to get away from the shadow world he thinks as what's, fast as po- right. possible. He thinks what's wrong with him is that he's just in this place with all these people. He feels like if he leaves, all that's going to go behind. Right. But it's unrealistic. It's like, I know he's not in his right mind, but it's like, you can't just run away from your problems like that. I mean, with all that's going on yeah. right now. I think he does, though, have an inkling in the back of his head somewhere that there maybe is a bit of a change going on within him. Because yeah. you see him stop at moments and think about the thoughts going through his head and question them. Right. Yeah, and he he leaves and tries to get Claire to go with him, and she doesn't, and he's pissed, and he brings up this thing with Jace. They start fighting and starts oh, referencing so high school, and I'm like, okay, what is this, your diary? Like, what are you really talking yeah. about here? And, you know, when he leaves, Claire basically says the same thing, that you're putting other people's lives in risk. You can't just leave. If you go home, you're going to put Maureen's life in risk, right. your mom's life in risk, so... We're going to get into that in a little bit because he, in fact, does go home and all that happens. I just feel bad for Claire because she has a really hard decision to make at all times, whether she should choose Simon or... Yeah. Well, and she's really stuck between a rock and a hard place, although I do feel for Simon as well because he really didn't ask to be part of this, I although neither did Clary, but for her, it's in her blood. There's really yeah. no getting away from it. Yeah. And poor Simon has just kind of been dragged into this and there's no he's turning kind of back. losing a friend right yeah. now. Well, he's losing his own life, too. I mean, no matter exactly. what. His humanity. He's, yeah, he's okay. maybe literally, maybe figuratively. There's maybe a ton literally. of people right now who's saying that he's going through vampire puberty. That's what yeah. I was going I was going to say. I was going to be like, some strange kind of puberty. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's what he keeps, you know, that's why he keeps stopping and thinking, and he'll notice, you know, blood, why am I attracted to this? And, and I don't... And Camille behind him in the mirror. Yes. And yeah. I don't think he's totally all in as far as thinking that's happening, because that's not a logical possibility yeah. in real life. Mm. You know, so this all still is very new to him. But I do like that... They're dragging this out in kind of a subtle way. Yeah. In the books, it's much less subtle. And I do, I mean, he does not turn into a vampire in the books, right? Or he does. I thought he Am I allowed to say this? I don't know. Will you ask them if I'm allowed to talk about this? No. Seriously. Okay. Okay. Possible spoiler alert. I'm not really sure if this is or is not. I don't think it is. But yeah, in the, in the books, he, he does. Uh A vampire. Yes. I, I thought he turned into a rat. Oh, that's, that was that's for like literally right? for twenty four hours. He's a rat because he takes a potion. Okay, no, he becomes a vampire through the rat excursion. But they're going a different a different <laughs> no, route I, here. That's much. Yeah, much I just want to say see like, him becoming a vampire. Well, I think yeah. that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening. And I just like to give a PSA to all of our viewers and watchers. I'm still reading the books. You know. Aaron has read most of them. Like, we are trying to get on your page, but I feel like a good amount of you guys have not read the books. Yeah. And so, that's what you're Yeah, to and as a viewer to. for this show, <laughs> I just feel as though books or shows on ABC Family, the new free form that have been based off of books, tend to not exactly follow them yeah. that much. So I think we'll try to give you as little spoilers as possible. But at the same time, if something seems relevant or we see a difference, let's bring it up because, you know, I don't know what, there's a good chance that it won't happen and it's just fun to talk about the difference. I think people are worried a little bit about if they want to go read the books later, which I totally understand. The books are not very subtle, so they're throwing a lot of information at us in the show that took me three books to get to. So it's a really, they're definitely taking a different road with this, Mm -hmm. but I really like, I think they're keeping major plot points. 
But the way that they're getting to those plot points is very different, which is they're great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We have a great new squad storyline uh, after this. Hodges and Clary and Alec and Jace and Isabel all get together to talk about this Magnus. Magnus. You can say Magnus. I like it. Magnus uh, (laughs) character and see who he is. I thought that kind of everyone, well, everyone is in the shadow world well aware of who Magnus is, but they don't know him, like, personally. He's pretty mysterious. He's the high warlock of Brooklyn, so he's the guy as far as Brooklyn goes. Um, He... But people he's don't serious. They don't seem to trust him at all. Would you trust him? Magnus, no. No. No, he's uh, never. Not. <laughs> but, he, but, but, but I think he's very, very interesting. Well, I think that he is an amazing character because if anybody, I actually would trust him. I don't. Really? I don't feel distrust to him. I really don't. If I were Clary, I would be like, okay, wait, my mom trusted you. And my mom doesn't know any of these guys, so like That's true. I'm gonna trust yeah. who my mom trusted. And so Hodges, all of them get together. We see them talking about who Magnus mm-hmm. is. And I wish we could have gotten like a real uh, view of his like back in the days. Yes. Oh, oh. speaking of in the old times. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Speaking of not characters who can't be trusted, someone said that Hodge cannot be trusted. But right now, I'm trusting Hodge. I don't think so. Oh, I'm with them. Who Andy. said that? Can you find it on there? Because it was Detroit. Rebecca Wilberg. No, Detroit Spartan One. Detroit Spartan One and I are on the same page with that. <laughs> I can I can see how like it's you a, wouldn't be able to trust him, but at this point, yes, in and the you, show, sh- you should trust I'm him. I'm trusting now. him. And the, th- and the thing that's interesting with Hodge is he is a very complicated character. Yeah. It's not black and white at all with him. So even though you know it's. Like, I was talking to somebody, I think, on Twitter or YouTube comments about how in Harry Potter, my favorite character is Snape. I love Mm. him. I have, like, this deep-seated love for Snape. And it's similar to the way that I feel... I know. So sad. That's very sad. But... Is it's similar to the way I feel about the character of Hodge? Is the way that I felt about the character of Snape? I agree. It's not black and white. It's very complicated, and you see reasonings for his actions. But I think that's going to come out later, which makes a really fun character to watch. So yes. I'm yes. very much looking forward to where that goes. I like. So there's the necklace uh, that Hodge decides to give Izzy, which is something that. Magnus and Camille, they had a thing a really long time ago. Interesting. And it was a necklace that he had given her, and it could, uh, it kind of went off when there was demons around, Mm -hmm. right? And they, there's a demon rave going on, which, I mean, I'm not a big fan of raves, but, like... It looks really fun. (laughs) I would go. It's called Hardtail, which I was like, what? Is it really? Yeah, I'm not a... I'm not a fan of those either, but okay, that I, looks like a fun part. I have a question about the necklace. Maybe you guys can like help clue mm-hmm. me in on this. Okay, how did they get that in their possession? Because and like they they found it and they like they put it in this tile in the floor in the institute. Like, how did they get this necklace from and, Camille and Magnus? I have yeah, like where no did, idea. How did they end up getting it? Well, from Do what you? I know, um, from reading, you know, part of the books, yeah, and. What everyone has said is that they have things, weapons, and other things hidden, kind of like everywhere to use at their disposal to fight and to kind of have right. just in case. So but how did they get? How did they them? get that in the first place? I know that's what if, I really want to know. If it said Magnus gave it to Camille when they were together, question. why would she give it up? Wouldn't she keep it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Does any anybody on the chat says, know? Let me see. What did they say? They just said someone is saying about how Camille basically never loved. Magnus and I'm I'm thinking that that is probably that's something that is confusing to me because mm. like you know from what we know he's into guys Magnus I think Magnus is into people ago. in general yes I don't think he's one way or the other I mean listen, he's an old soul he is a <laughs> people are warlock. saying Lightwoods yeah there's he uh, they, yeah. Magnus did keep on mentioning Lightwoods some you know and that he has a connection with them even though Izzy and Alec like don't really know him yeah but they they have parents. And their parents, they know. We have not. Have, um, we haven't met their parents in the show yet, have no. we? No. I'm no. curious if they're going to come in as part of the show. Yes, people are saying that the necklace is in the family. Okay. Because um, okay. yeah. the Lightwood parents are very important in the books. I hope that they bring them into the show. They're kind of a pivotal yeah. part. 
Okay, so next I want to talk about a scene that was really confusing to me. I hope that you guys can give me some, you know, clarity. Valentine, we get we go to Chernobyl, and oh, yeah. Valentine is, like, with circle members, and then he, uh, there's a poison yeah. situation going on out of one of their mouths. He kills them. Um, I'm not sure. I guess it is important, but... I, in this episode, the scheme of things, do you have any insight, Aaron? Can someone remind, oh, sorry. No, yeah, Can go. someone remind me how he, this one guy got poisoned? Because I forget, because I remember that someone, like, he got poisoned, but I don't remember how it happened, and so they're, like, walking, and then he's like, okay, breathe on them. I don't, I don't remember mm-hmm. why he got poisoned or how it happened. Was I it, actually don't know either. This I, isn't, like, a book insight thing either. I think this is something Was it when Dot, understand. like, stabbed that one guy in the neck? Oh. Was that him? But I, yeah. no, was it? Because you saw his skin got all gross and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how that happened, and maybe someone in the chat can mention it, but I don't remember exactly what happened at yeah. that Yeah, okay, well, we have a lot more to talk about, and I don't understand that, so... Let's like yeah. we'll, we'll we'll go back to Valentine in a little bit. But. Oh wait, okay, and that's so I think that this is what's going on. People in the chat helping us out. This is kind of a book thing. Is that someone saying the Forsaken are being created? Which I'm not totally sure how the poison factors into that, but I do know that that's I think part of why. Remember when Valentine had people in cages or uh-huh. in cells? Yeah. I think that's what's going on. He's creating an army of Forsaken, which they haven't totally described yet, but they will later. Okay. So maybe it's just a foreshadow. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, maybe we're not meant to understand it. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad we're all in this game. <laughs> I think it was yeah. just like kind of thrown feel in. Better. Yeah, it was It, it, it didn't seem in. to fit yeah. with the episode. Yeah, it felt as though it needed to be, it's like we needed to bring that in, but we don't really, yeah, but we don't didn't know what's find going the appropriate on. time. Then we have a small scene after that with Luke and Alaric, and... I, Alaric and I are BFF now in real life. Uh, we've been chatting. He wants to kind of give some insight onto the show. He's really? based in Toronto. Really? Yeah. But probably in some in March, we'll have a phone convo with him, which is going to be really fun. Yes. He's uh, Joel. He's awesome. His character is just like interesting to me because he only has a few lines here mm-hmm. and there, but he seems important because he knows everything. Yeah. And so he basically tells Luke that he everyone's becoming suspicious of him and he needs to kind of get it together and to find Clary, get the cup, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he just, like, strolls in and, like, with his beef jerky, like, no big deal. I don't understand, like, you know, he's being watched and scrutinized so much right now. Like, he's the guy in charge. You need to have it together. And he's just sitting back eating his beef jerky. I love that you're bringing in the beef I, jerky. I, I, I actually, I know this is ridiculous. I think the beef jerky is, like, foreshadowing. Really? <laughs> Wait. Do you think that he, like, his victims, he, like, makes them into beef jerky? Is that what no. you're... No, but that's an amazing plot. I think he just uh, wants to go, like, act normal. Well, okay, this is... And I'm not supposed to have the chat up, and I don't, but I just like to save it for later, but I just saw something pop up, which made me remember Luke does have the cup. Yeah, it, but he acts like he doesn't. Because that, I thought he had it, too. Mm-hmm. Because of that one scene in one of the episodes that we recently watched, and then he's saying something like, yes. well, to get the cup, I just want to have a conversation with Clary, and I'm like, wait, didn't you have the cup? Well, okay, this is the whole shebang, is that if they're following the book and the movie plotline, the what's been done before, he sorta has the cup, but not. But he needs he her to unlock it. Exactly, okay. he doesn't have it. Have it. He has it, kind of, sort of, in one form, but not the form that can actually oh. do mm. anything. Okay, interesting. very interesting. We next get another fun Izzy Clary scene. <laughs> So cute. All the Izzy Clary scenes are fun. I do, she's and like an her sister. <laughs> now that I'm reading the books, like they aren't nice to each other, yeah. and I this is an amazing change that Freeform decided so to I make. Like I really it's, like it. Was it was a really good choice, I think, and because I'm even, I'm fairly far. I'm towards the middle of book four, and I kept waiting for them to kind of develop a relationship like they have in the show, and they don't. They're at each other's throats all the time, and not for lack of reason. It just, it's not that enjoyable to be a part of. I really like seeing them band together like oh, this. Girl power. Girl power. Girl power. So she dresses Izzy to go to the rave, whatever, and uh, there's a Jason Clary hmm. scene, lots of sexual tension, blah, blah, blah. So my favorite same part, same this is ridiculous, but my favorite part in it, I have no idea why, is she puts the dress on and they try to do the the line from the book of like, oh, you're so lucky you're flat chest. It looks yeah. like you're hurt. Yeah, her I know. thingy, that the, was, the, her knockers are gigantic. Yeah, in that's that. what Al FP ninety six was saying. The flat chest moment was hilarious. I didn't get it either. I'm I like, thought, oh. I was looking at her and I'm like, I see. I'm, like, I'm no. so sorry, but those, I don't. 
I don't get it. Yeah. But I liked it. I thought it was funny. And speaking of good bodies, just need to do a quick throwback to Jace being shirtless. We did not oh, cover Oh, yes. So it, <laughs> Why not, did we not, not cover it? Fantastic. Not a lot was said, but he just was shirtless. And uh, so I know people wanted so it was, us to talk about it. It was worth pointing out. And yeah. that's the thing about this show, too, is a lot of the times the writing does get really smart. And we actually address some social issues and some really interesting things like you know prejudice and raci- racism and everything. But it's also a fun show, and it's yes. meant to be fun. And so there, I, I love talking about shirtless Jace and Clary's boobies, and I think it's great. <laughs> I, I think, think it's, it's I, just boobies. all the characters on the show are ridiculously attractive. Yeah. Well, mm. they're part angel. There's, you know, think about I that's true. Deal. Okay. Well, speaking of demons, angels, whatever, we have Magnus. Am I doing it right again, Magnus? Magnus. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, Magnus and Elias. Elias is one of his demons, right? He has horns, yes. so that means he's a demon. The one and, with crow's feet. Yes, and yeah. basically Elias is saying, you know, it's not safe to meet these shadow hunters for this necklace because Magnus is in hiding, and he says he wants to. He's a hedonist, as they described him before, which yes. I, I love that word. I don't I don't know why. I learned it in college <laughs> in psychology class, and I was like, oh, shoot. Well, it makes, Favorite word. <laughs> well, and it absolutely makes sense in this context. It's, you know, primal desires, and, you know, you're just base human desires. Yeah. and Good drinks, good people. He wants to go to this rave, and he wants to get the necklace. And I do think that he... Um, this is why I like, I like his character, because... He's good. I think he wants to see Clary, even though when they first mm-hmm. meet, he's a, they're a little bit like, "Who toughy, toughy," <laughs> but they <laughs> toughy, 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 toughy. But really, like they should. He knows her mother very mm-hmm. well, and it, they're in a way. I feel like they're family. Then we have an Alec and Isabel moment, which is one of those sexual innuendos we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And Alec is just pissed all the time. He is so stunning. He is a gorgeous. He, he is. is. To me, he's the most good-looking person on the show. I, I agree. Although, I, agree. I mean, I love me some Old Spice guy, but... He's mm-hmm. just so tense all the time, and it's like, dude, chill out. He's very out. repressed, like, I think. No, but yeah. I, I love the way he plays his character. It's he's an, I think very he's one good. of the best actors on the show. Yeah, I do, too. I have fantastic. moments with some of the acting sometimes, and, and it might be a combination of writing and acting and just kind of working the kinks out, uh-huh. but I don't really have that with him at all. He yeah. plays... You know, he plays that repressed, brooding. Very great. He, he's you. You can tell that he's in pain on yeah. the inside in a lot of ways. Yeah, he is, and we and see confused. that a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, he's mm-hmm. confused and he's not comfortable with his emotions, and but he is putting. You know how sometimes when you're going through something and you just find a scapegoat. Yes, and Clary is his scapegoat. And this is, I think, one of those moments where the show does have some really smart writing as far as social issues goes, um, because he, this big thing that he's warring with is his sexuality and not feeling comfortable even with his friends and family. So I, I like that we go from fun and sexy and campy at times to having some actual commentary. Yes. I Also, I wanted to ask, did you, do you know who Tessa is? No. Because people are wondering. There's a ton of people saying Tessa, 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 Tessa like four, like seven comments now. I don't know who that is, but maybe hopefully More than we'll seven know comments. soon. Yeah, hopefully we'll know what? soon. Huh? They want Jason Tessa to meet. Okay. Are this might is this a wait? Is this a book thing that comes later in the books? Because Aaron is six. Aaron, wait, no, five. You're five. Okay, four, someone, uh, is saying, someone said book four or five. Someone's saying she doesn't oh, pop up six. until book six. Oh, okay. They're sick. Oh, wow. I, I have more to go. I'm midway <laughs> of book four and I haven't met Tessa yet. I okay. wonder, but we're introducing people a lot faster in the show. I'm curious to meet Tessa. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Wait, Thanks for bringing that does, up, guys. I'm curious, though. Does Tessa come in the way between Clary and Jace? Oh, that's or what it sounds maybe. like. In the prequel. <coughs> Oh, in the what is that? The, yeah, there's a whole other series. Yeah, she's it's in called, the prequel. What is it called? I forget. I see people talk about it on the chat all the time. It'll okay, be on my next on my well, reading list. Please keep us informed about this Tessa character. I mean, I am. I don't really care about the spoilers because I don't think they're spoilers. I think it's insight yeah, into where the show yeah. is going. Be careful with what you say, but we will try to, you know, people didn't want us to give you spoilers. And but let's still talk about the books. Infernal Devices. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, next we get to see Simon's life, and he goes home. His mom 
coolest mom ever. She's so cute. Yeah, didn't, like, was just slightly worried that he was gone all night. I mean, even when I was 18 and I still lived at home, I had a curfew. I like that her yeah, one comment was, was someone's gotta yeah. have a phone. Well, like, are you okay? And, and of course, Simon can't use the excuse, I was kidnapped by vampires. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and basically, Maureen's there waiting for him. She confesses. She wants to date him. And... Yeah. Awkward moment. Yeah, so we will, we, even though she only is credited for two episodes on IMDb, um, she's on, she's on the octagon. We're gonna I, put her back on. Yeah, I someone also, was really, really concerned with us putting her back on, so we will. Yeah, we're gonna put her back on because Simon didn't seem opposed. Yeah. I also thought it was really funny when Simon entered his room and, and closed the blinds. Oh, yeah, that was another was, little foreshadowing. They're dropping little like, hints oh, everywhere. Like, did you catch that? You know what? I didn't, and I watched the episode like three or four times. But yeah, no. it was too bright for him, so he, too, turned yeah. the, he turned it down and made sure his room is really, really dark. Which is interesting, because you would think that he would go full-fledged one or another, but right now he's just kind of getting these little nuggets of vampirism. Yeah. And then Maureen <laughs> cut... Cuts herself on yes. the picture frame. Mm-hmm. And People cut themselves a lot in the show. I know. There happens to be a lot of like random finger cutting and yeah. There's a lot of sharp objects on this show. Yes. It really, it really made me sad for that moment because <laughs> you know she had been waiting so long to tell him that she loved him or wanted to be with yeah. him, and it just totally ruined the moment for her. And I just feel awful because if that is the last episode we'll see her in this season, it like leaves it like this dead end. You know, I guess that's. How and it needs to be, but I just felt bad for her. I felt bad for her too because Simon's mom even came in and obviously isn't thinking that this is anything that would hurt anyone. But she immediately goes into, "I don't know what you and Clary were doing all night." Yeah, and you can tell that there's some sort of tension in the air with Maureen. Oh yeah, it's it's interesting because Clary has friend zoned Simon, and now Simon has friend zoned Maureen. But yeah. did he? Because he wanted to make it clear, well, like, no, me and Clary are not happening. That's right. true. So that's I don't true. Know. But Maureen leaves embarrassed. There's blood on this picture frame that Maureen had dropped, and Simon licks it. Ugh, the way he and, does that. Yeah, it's, that you was know, very he is turning into a vampire, I think. it's Definitely. It's pretty yeah. clear at this pretty point. Clear. These are not subtle hints. And no. every show, know. every book, has a different way of explaining, I'm a big vampire fan, I am a host in the Vampire Diaries, guys, so catch that. But <laughs> I... They, every one has a different way of turning into mm-hmm. a vampire. Yes. So I, I don't know what this way is, but I do know that he is definitely in transition. This is different than it happened in the books. Um, it's much more quiet and calm. In the books, it's pretty hectic. So I like this way because the way that they're doing it, dropping all these little hints here and there, is definitely building more suspense than just getting it all done with. Yeah. I agree. And I think they add like music in a way. Really yeah, the music on the show is great. Yeah. No, the music in the show. I'm obsessed with the music. That so makes a huge the music. difference. Love it. It is great music, great everything. I mean, we're big fans of the show, guys. So next, if you couldn't tell, if you couldn't tell, obviously, <laughs> just no, we have the of. Shadow Squad going to the rave to find Magnus. Yep. Hashtag Shadow Squad. Hashtag Shadow Squad. They're all going in their finest. And they meet him and Alec kind of, before he even meets Magnus, like saves Magnus's life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems because they're chatting, him and Clary are chatting, and then Alec just throws a bow and arrow. And next thing we know, they're circle members and they've been compromised. They've been compromised. But I, like I said earlier, the conversation between Magnus and Clary, I thought very fascinating. Clary's trying to be a hard ass. Yeah. And she really should be trusting this guy. And he even offers, Magnus even offers, come with me. Like your mom, he basically says, your mom would want you to come with me. And, but, and Jace is like, no. But I feel yeah. like, I don't like that Magnus seems to like always run away from Problems. He's always going. He's like, like a he's student. Like, he opens I like the portal it, but there's problems. Yeah, I like, like it. Because nope. I think that he's very, he just puts it, he is who he is. He puts it all on the table. He's not trying to be the hero. He is just going to do what he's got to do. To yeah. stay safe. It's worked for him so far. He's yeah. been around a really long time. Which is part of Seriously. why I agree with you that I think he is really trustworthy because he doesn't seem to, you know, cover anything up at all. He doesn't sugarcoat it. He just says it like it is and does what he needs to do. Yeah, he's like, That's I'm very peacing. true. But I, I want him to, like, be more on the side where he starts, like, fighting for... 
with everyone. I think we'll get there for sure because yeah. we start to see a lot of relationships develop. Mm-hmm. We see this very small moment of attraction between Alec and him. That's so funny. Also, yes. Malik. Also, a sad part was when Magnus and Clary were talking, and we find and Clary finds out that about yes, Dot. That Dot oh. is dead. Yeah, so, I definitely cried the first time I watched. I think oh, it's Becca. official that Dot is not coming back this nope. time. I think Dot so. is dead. IMDb was right. Two episodes. Ding Aww. dong, the Dot is Art. dead. And, <laughs> and you want to know why? I liked Sorry, this <laughs> version of Dot way better than I did in the books. Yes. No, I'm, I I'm so glad Dot. that you've met Madame Dorothea now. Mm-hmm. She was not my favorite character. Yeah, especially liked- the way they have her voice on the audiobook. Yeah, it's it's pretty grating. Yeah, it, I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> and I liked the actress who played her. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, she was, I know. I really could have had her stick around. She was awesome. Me too. I really really liked her, but unfortunately, from I mean, it's not an official official, and we know with TV shows, that oh, anything can happen. So hey, if people really like that actress and yeah. that character that they've created, then you can bring her back. Maybe that happens all the time on shows. There's people that are just supposed to be a one-time day player, and they're so popular that they, they come back yeah. by fan demand. Yeah. Well, and we, we could never, happen. We didn't see her stop breathing. We saw her get hit over the head, and we already saw her fall out a window, and yeah. she was still alive. She, and she then Valentine super like, dead that stuck time. her in the neck with that poison, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What if, okay, you know how that one guy got stuck in the neck and he, like, breathed the poison? Like, I wonder if, like, he just transformed her into one of his science projects. I wonder if she will be back. Ooh. I didn't Ooh, think of that. Because hey. he stuck her in the neck with, a like, a needle. Like, if he wanted to kill her, he could have easily just cut off her head or something. I'm super curious about all of this. I feel like none of us have any idea what's going on with know. this whole poison. No, but I like that. Maybe, like, I transforming people, like, to make an army. Yes. Like, maybe Dot will come back. Maybe she'll be back in season two. Yeah, okay. that would be amazing. Next, we, you know, bleh, Magnus goes and does his hand thing with the purple. Oh, yeah. Which I really like. Uh, I do. And takes them to another loft because it's been compromised. Yeah. And, or wait, no, I'm sorry. Before we get there, they track Magnus. Oh, the parapetai moment. The parapetai moment, which is a great Alec and Jace mm-hmm. insight, and especially Alec insight. Yes. So a parapetai, basically, you have to combine your powers to track someone, or your powers are amplified, right? It's yeah. basically so parapetai essentially just means that they're they're basically like blood brothers, pretty much. It's they grew up together and trained together. Um, they didn't really discuss this amplification of power in the book, so I like that they added this in here, because it, it gives more meaning and gravity to their parapetite relationship. Yeah. And I dig it. I, I like it. The and Izzy it's moment. Interesting. Like, whenever Clary was like, this just seems so intimate, and Izzy's like, you have no idea. You don't even know the half of it. <laughs> but does she is she parapetite with anyone? Izzy? No. I think she's just saying, you don't know the half of it, because like, she was saying it was so intimate. I think that's like saying, yeah, like Alec likes Jace. But why is it just Alec and Jace that had parapetite? Why? Did, who else has that? Because she didn't. She didn't grow. It just. I think it's situational. If you grow up and train with someone your whole life, didn't she, she grow up and train with Alec? And she's Jace? younger. Oh, okay. By a couple years, yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you think. Yeah, maybe Clary maybe, and Izzy. That maybe could be cool. they could like, yeah. I would love that as an addition. Yeah, actually. I like that. I really like their relationship. I do too. Okay, so then Good let's friendship. let's wrap this up. We go find Magnus, and it has been. Con- oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Like really here. With <laughs> no, I love me. it. I like this. I like it. So we find him, and he is in a new loft, which has already been compromised again. Basically, Clary kind of saves the day-ish. They all save the day yes. together. And now Magnus is more open to them. And he sees that Clary is like her mother. And mm. and he already invited her to stay with him. Like, he trusts her. Yeah. And Alec and Magnus's relationship seems to grow. And he tells them that he... And he told them this earlier. He does not have Clary's memories. The memory demon has them. And you need to summon him. Which they do. This was a new twist for me because that does not happen at all anywhere in print. And I like it as an idea a lot. I wanted wanted to be terrified. I wanted it to scare the pants off me. And it kind of just made me giggle a little bit. Did you guys find it scary? I actually liked that part. I thought it was, I mean, like, I love the part where they, like, grabbed hands and, like, boom, boom. 
Like that was I really thought, cool. I liked that part. Yeah. And then like no, when I the demon came, like I thought it was very neat. neat. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think it wasn't like cheesy as much as some of the other parts we've seen have been. I liked it. And as I, I said, it reminded me of Twitches in that movie terrified me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it, it def- was cool. I like it. the Lone Ranger here. What what did you guys think about the way that it ended up being defeated though? Because I think that's what really killed it for me. It was so easy. Well, that's it wasn't true. defeated. Let's get into that. So they have the Pentagon right, that they have to create. And, and gosh darn it, Alec. In order to <laughs> get the memories that Clary has lost, each of them must give up a memory of someone that they love the most. And you can see each person's person yeah. of whose memory it's about. And when Alec Alex comes up and his is with Jace, Jace. he freaks out. And it's like him himself. He didn't even really know maybe or has been trying to suppress and tell himself that he isn't in love with Jace and then it pops up as his most important person. He's in Which I think if he would have played it cool it would have been totally fine because they're right, paramatized. Like, exactly. Yeah, so it'd be like, yeah, he's the most important person to me. Like he could have totally played it off, but no he's like, No, this can't be and he also, like let's go and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I don't think he knows how to play it cool. Well he lets all of those feelings and that, that struggle get in the way of everything. And maybe him. this and was no just his boiling cares. point. This yeah. was his boiling point because mm-hmm. we've seen him like suppress everything oh yeah everything he and then tries. Now, boom like this is it so he yeah he flies out and <laughs> things yeah. get a little crazy he flies out. goes crazy <laughs> he yeah lets it go and we didn't get to see jace's person did we no no we didn't i was wondering who, who that would be i think jace's it would be clary it would have been clary and it would have been like oh crap this this is a whole lot of memories of her to let go of would have been interesting you. Yeah. It it really would have, but you know, maybe we'll see that later on. Circle gets broken, the memory demon almost takes Jace away, and Clary kills it, but before she does so, Magnus tells her that mm-hmm. if you kill the memory demon, You're you will officially never memories. get your memories back. And I don't know, I feel like she made the I mean, it was the only choice, really, yeah. but it, yeah, all in all, good choice. I think moving forward for her is going to be much more important than having those memories back. I'm glad that, I it, agree. that it happened like that because you know the past three ups, three or four episodes we've been like, okay, well, we have to get these memories back. We yeah. have to get these memories back. So I'm like, okay, now we know you can't get your memories back from that way, so we can move on to like a separate storyline. Yes. Like we can move on with the story rather than like having to. Oh my gosh, these memories, you know. Yeah, I'm glad we wrapped that, that storyline up. up. Yeah. I agree, yes. and I I think it's cute as the like love story between Clay and Jason. Yeah. I mean, also, it would have been kind of like, not the best move for her to be like, nah, screw that guy. (laughs) 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 Who needs Jace? Yeah. Yeah. She can't just, she needs to keep her circles tight and keep what she knows and who she knows-ish close to her. Which is, though, I don't think her memories are all lost because on a final point, I'm gonna say, uh, talk about the necklace Mm -hmm. with Clary at the end. Valentine is literally giving her a message through her necklace, saying that, and I don't think this part is a dream. No. Mm-hmm. This is 100% reality. Yeah. I think so, too. It's like direct. Oh, no. It's I don't like FaceTime for Shadowhunters. <laughs> like, it is. You know, like, she I holds like onto that. it and he literally looks into this camera and is like, look, you know, <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah, like I thought it was very that. cool. I mean, it just shows that the necklace is not just going to be like, a, oh, this is something my mother right. gave me. It's like direct communication to the other side. And we were curious in the first episode where this necklace storyline was going to go because this is a new thing in the show. It's not in the book. It's kind of a new mechanism. Yeah. So I still don't totally understand it, but we do know that Valentine is FaceTiming Clary via She's necklace. FaceTiming Clary. Via necklace. Hashtag, so that happened. Yeah. Hashtag necklace, necklace FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> Can we get that trending? Yeah. <laughs> and that is a very cool kind of ending to the mm-hmm. episode because she throws it off and she realizes that, uh, wait, A, maybe I, like, there is a way to find her mother, but she's terrified of it. Yeah. Yes. And she's terrified of her father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that we know oh, yeah. already. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that. Because you don't know in the books for a while, and then it, there's still a lot of weird stuff around it that you can't totally figure out. But I totally forget every time that we know for sure that's Yeah, and that's that little, daddy. like, the little FaceTime message was not very, like, hey, daughter. Like, it was very <laughs> scary. Like, it just shows that he probably doesn't really want yeah. a father-daughter relationship with Clary. He does not seem very paternal in no. his way of reaching out to her. You guys, <laughs> I'm such a sucker. Like, at the beginning, I thought, 
like, oh, she'll soften him. That's no. Not, no, that's what I thought as well. I don't think so. Which happens a lot. I mean, they do that in a lot of shows and a lot of movies, but I love a good, hard villain. villain. Like, yeah. it's villainous through and through, and I think that we're going to get that from Valentine. I don't see him softening. No. I do not, you know, in the books, there's some moments where you think, oh, he's going to, and, you know, I'm, I don't know how yeah. that's going to play out in the show, but I like him good and evil. But you'll... You also mentioned that she's terrified, but I also think at the same time she is terrified. I would be terrified, more than terrified. But right. she's getting more brave. She's she is. pissed. Yeah, and she's, yeah, no, she's, she's like my mom. She's really yeah. pissed, and that's what that's what's making her brave. Yeah, that's good. That, yeah, she's, she's raging out. Now. Yeah, <laughs> she's determined to save the day. Fiery redhead, and nothing for sure. is going to stop her. Well, before we get into predictions, let's just bring up one more time our love octagon. Dun, dun, dun. Woo. Dun, dun, so dun. we need everyone's we want help suggestions as far as where to put everyone. I know we need to move Maureen back. I'm really sorry that I murdered her. <laughs> Um, I'll bring her back because she's part She'll of it come again. Back to life. So if you guys want to get on the chat and let us know, so let's move Maureen. Let's see. Can hey, someone can someone hand me Maureen's space? Where's Maureen's space? Give me Maureen's space. I'm gonna put it by Simon. Yeah, someone was furious on our YouTube <laughs> comments that we like killed her off, so we're gonna put her back. Where do we? Because uh, like she's like way, like over she's here like on her own there. zone right here, like with. Well, Simon. Because we still have Izzy, who loves to flirt with Simon, and Simon's still kind of in love with Claire, but not totally sure, and here's Maureen. Simon has his own love triangle. I feel like this week we can't really move anyone around that much. Except for moving Maureen back, because Maureen has now officially professed her love for Simon, which I'm glad that she was just kind of like, you know, a bad bee and came out of it. I like it. And then we finally... I'm going to move Magnus like a little bit snugglier up here because he's kind of... Snugglier? Come out. Malik snuggle time. Malik snuggle time. No, because he's kind of come out now with his flirtation. He calls him pretty boy and Jace thinks it's him. Yeah. And it's not. It's Alec. But yeah, if you guys have suggestions on where we can move people and anyone we can add to this lovely love octagon, please... Let us know. Tweet us. Yes. Tweet us. Let us know in the comments on YouTube. Let us know. ABTV Shadowhunters. Yes, and hashtag ABTV Love Octagon. Yes. 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 That's you. Absolutely. So before, again, we get into predictions, a little quick news and goss for you guys. Yes. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, this is basically just news because we are officially announcing yes. a special guest. Our special guest next Friday is Dominic Sherwood. <laughs> Dominic Sherwood. Yes, who plays Jace. We won't make him take his shirt off because I don't think that's legal. <laughs> but he will be here. Sorry, I was just really upset. <laughs> Like, what? I'm not coming. <laughs> yes, he will be in the studio next Friday, so please, guys, make sure you tune in. Yeah. And send in your questions. We'll, we'll ask him questions. Yeah, maybe we'll feature you on the show. Yes, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Guys, Let's, can we hashtag for that? Like, ABTV uh, questions for Dom? That's really whoa. long. How about Cues? we do, like, ABTV Jace? I don't know. Ask Jace. Ask Jace. Ask Jace. ABTV Ask Jace. Yes. Okay, Officially guys. Or ABTV Ask Dom. Ask Jace. Ask Jace. Okay. ABTV Ask Jace. ABTV Ask Jace. You heard it first. Use that hashtag and tweet at us with it, and we will write it all down and ask him as many questions as we can. So let's get into predictions then, guys. Where's my fancy music? There it is. And the lights. It's a demon rave. Yes. Hardtail demon rave. I don't like the word hardtail. Sounds inappropriate. Is it? Is it something dirty? Probably. Most likely. (laughs) <laughs> All right, who wants to ke- uh, you kick do. us off? I like okay. starting with you. Yours right. are always really good. So I think that the necklace is actually, besides being like the FaceTime unit, I think it's also <laughs> going to be the key to opening whatever the cup is in. I feel like that's going to be the key. I feel like Ooh. that's why Luke needs Clary to have like one-on-one time with him. I feel like that is going to open up the portal to grab the cup. Interesting. What about you? Um. Okay, since I'm obsessed with Simon, I want to make my predictions about Simon like every week. Okay, go for it. I love it. So, um, yeah, there were throughout the episode, well, the first half of the episode, anyways, there was a lot of pointing to him becoming a, a vampire and whatever. Yeah. Um, 
that's definitely gonna happen. I think. I'll oh be yeah. If it don't, if it doesn't, but I who, also, who do you think is gonna be his love interest? I don't think he's gonna have a love interest for a while. I could be wrong. He has so many options. I mean, at the very end of the episode, he has we so do many see options. him go back. No, to he has a he has a lot hotel. of options to pick from. But I feel, he, I, I feel like he'll like lay low for a while. I don't know. That's that. not his style. I don't know. He's got he's all this testosterone dude. now. He's, he's like very popular. Jace. I, feel I mean, like... yeah. I volunteer. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> on, on, on. Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> anyway. That's not a show. That's a movie. Yeah. But, um. <coughs> that's a great one. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know. What about you, Sam? Sick. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong person. That was really confusing that. because you were know, looking at I'm me sorry. and talking to Sam. Let's do confusing. Aaron first. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that we're going to see a little bit more of the history of the circle. And yes. I think that that's also going to help us see the backstory on Luke. And I think we're going to get his big reveal as far as the secret that he's hiding that Ooh. I'm excited for. It's it's really cool. It's got a really cool storyline to it. Um, I'm not sure how it'll play out in the show. Obviously, everything's different, but I think they'll still hit that major plot point. I also think <laughs> that I need to check IMDb on this and see if this is a real thing or if I made it up, but I feel like we're going to see the Lightwood parents. Yeah, okay. I think they're going to become cast uh, members. People in the chat said that we'll see them all next week. Oh, really? Good. Yes. Okay, I really like them as characters. So that's my prediction is we're going, we're delving into circle land. Awesome. Uh, I agree with you on the Luke front. I think that we are going to be seeing a lot more of him and his secrets and basically just like even his past relationship with the family, mm-hmm. you know, with Clary and Jocelyn. I think with Simon, he... Like uh, we said at the end of the episode, he goes back to the Dumont Hotel. Right? Hotel Demore. I'm sorry, Hotel Demore. And Camille is just going to have control over him. Oh yeah, she's and standing on top of the building, like just th- looking down at yeah, him. Yeah, I think that he's going to go a little cray cray, mm-hmm. but then Clary will find him and bring him back to ground. Yeah, and totally. She'll well, help him to be good at doing that. Yeah. Yes, so she'll kind of ground him and help him, but he will go off the deep end and maybe kill some people. That tends to be a theme in this show, is killing Killing, some people. people. A lot of people. Really quick, what do you guys think about how um, Magnus was wanting this necklace back forever, forever, forever? It, like, cost so much money, and then all of a sudden he's like, you know what, Izzy, you can have it. What was that? Like, out of... Out of all the the craziness that they were dealing with, like he was wanting to get the necklace back, then he just gives it away. To well, her. he did say this would look because this would look silly on your brother, like he wanted to give it to <laughs> Alec. But I think that he he's such a straight shooter. I just don't think he has a use for it right now, okay. and he knows that it will benefit them more than it will him. But that's just okay. Me. That was the one and thing I was totally responsible. About. I do think there is a deeper thing going with on that. with that, but mm-hmm. I also think that he did want to give it to Alec and couldn't. I mean, wait, Alec's not going to wear that, so. You never know. But <laughs> it also was part of the Lightwood family and there's something with that which we will get introduced with the parents, yeah. or at least the mother, hopefully next week. So, that wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You're awesome. Get excited for next week. Where can we find all of you guys on the interweb? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Becca B Talks TV. You can find me on Instagram at Always Eat Your Cake and on Twitter at Love Erin Lane. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43, online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com, and on Snapchat at SamDavidson25. We will see you next week. Yes, with Dominic. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.